Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Just wanted to know if you had an update on the status of AJ Epineza or any other player that was injured during yesterday's game. Uh, yeah, AJ, um, he's got a rib and, and um, he'll be week to week at this point. And in the second half, uh, you really seem to adjust well after that. First drive by Kansas City, now that you've had time to reflect, what do you think that your guys did well, or, or what are some adjustments that you made in order to make that happen? Well, I thought our defense, is that what you're referring to, the defense there? Correct. So I thought the defense finished the game. Uh, that's That was an area that we were focused on coming out of the bye, and and I thought the players did a tremendous job as well as the staff embracing that, that mindset and going out there and getting the job done. You look at Stefan Diggs, and I feel like – expectations for him every week, every season are so high. Uh, he came out with, uh, I believe it was five over a hundred in his first six, uh, but hasn't reached that mark yet uh, since then. W- what's your assessment of how he's been playing in recent weeks, his game yesterday, obviously with a, a couple drops there and, and what he's meant to your offense, maybe even while he's not producing at the, the same level that you've come to expect. Yeah. Steph is uh He's an all pro for a reason. I mean, he's, he's, uh, does a great job. He draws a lot of attention, number one, right? So, so as a number one receiver week to week, he's going to draw a lot of the, the double teams and what have you. And, and he's going to be at the top of the defensive coordinators game plan in terms of who they need to try and shut down. So, uh, within that, he, you know, he does a good job of, of, uh, even producing, as you mentioned earlier in the year. And then in the last couple of games, uh, I know it's been a little bit, uh, maybe up and down, but it's not it's not for lack of of his uh, trying or effort or anything like that. The thing I love about it is you, if you watch some of the plays last night, he was one of the guys out in front when the ball was um, in somebody's hands, and he was the one out in front blocking, which I think says a lot about uh, his effort and his focus right now. What do you make of the collection of talent that you have in your running back room right now and how Joe Brady has been using – uh, James Cook, Latavius Murray, and Ty Johnson, who is kind of increasing his role here over the last couple of weeks. Right. I've been very impressed. Um, you know, all three backs have ability, all three just a little bit different than than the next. And in terms of their skill set and what they do, and um, very impressed with Latavius's veteran leadership in the room as well. And that that's an intangible that that is much needed uh, in a room. Um, so just, you know, very pleased with the way those three have been helping us in, in all different all different parts of our offense. 
Ed made a big impact kind of from the beginning of the game with the participating the sack on Mahomes in the second drive. And then obviously the end with the tip pass. Just what has he meant to this team this season and kind of the, the impact he's had? Right. You know, the, the his, Ed's game yesterday was a little bit quiet, right, compared to other games that he's had. The thing I loved about it was he continued to work throughout the game, didn't get discouraged, you know, continued to go out there and then made that big play that you mentioned uh, in the two minute drive where he knocked, knocked the ball down. I think that was a huge play. Um, and um, I mean, that's not easy to do, right? When you're, you got to time it up just right. And his technique uh, was right on point. To start, I just wanted to check on Micah. Did you have an injury update on him? I do. Uh, Micah uh, had that stinger after the game. So he'll, he will also uh, be week to week at this point. And I know you got this last night, but just with more information now, is that kind of re-injuring what he had before? Is it something new? Like, where does that injury fall? I couldn't tell you really specifically. I didn't I didn't ask that specific question this go around. It's just a reoccurring um, injury in that in that same area uh, more than anything right now. Kevin. Gotcha. And then anything else coming out for guys out of yesterday? Just Dalton Kincaid um, kind of re-aggravated his shoulder a little bit. Uh, but he'll he'll be day to day. To day. Um, what did you see of Dalton and Dawson now that they're back on the field again together with Dawson coming back? Yeah, it looked like uh, both contributed. I thought Dalton, it was good to get Dawson out there, get, get him involved early, had the catch over the middle and uh, took a big hit on that to, to boot. So that was good to see him respond and, and, uh, and get up from that. So um, both I thought did some really good things and it was good to have those guys back out there working together. I know you probably went over a bit of this post game, but in the big picture, and I know it's one game, it's one win in a long season, but given the circumstances that led up to the game, just how how much can this light a spark or how important might this win be going forward for you and the team? Well, like you said, it's one game. We have to focus on on the next game, which is the Cowboys this week, John, as you're aware. And um, but super proud of the guys and the way that they they played, the effort they gave, the uh, the way they stuck together. When you're playing in games like that against good football teams, well coached teams, you know it's going to be a at least a 60 minute game. And um, and so uh, to to come out of there with the win, I think says real, you know a lot about their focus, their mentality right now, and and um, you know again where we can go as a football team. And um, what did it mean to you? We saw the video that was posted later um, on, on the Bills website of Brandon, uh, of your speech and, and Terry Pagula behind you clapping and Brandon Bean handing you the game ball. Um, that hug looked like a very warm one. Um, uh, what did you make of that situation and your reaction? Yeah, thanks for that. He'll laugh at that question. Uh, he'll laugh at that. But no, it, it, it meant a lot to me. It really did. Um First and foremost, it meant a lot the way that the players and staff came together and played and coached um, and just kept it about the game. I think that that in the midst of everything that was going on last week for us as a team uh, was impressive uh, to watch and, and to see. And and um, the support that I've gotten, like I've said, from in-house, from outside, across the NFL community has been just um, super gratifying and, and much appreciated uh, on our part. Kind of to follow on that, um, we've talked an awful lot about, especially with last year and everything that this this team has been through in terms of dealing with adversity. Last week, as you referenced, was obviously a little bit different, but you kind of roll all that in and to, to win a close game, especially there, 
I mean, how much does that really validate what you've been trying to, to, to teach and preach and all of those things uh, at such a critical point in the season with a big one against Dallas coming up on Sunday? Yeah, Adam, I mean, our guys have been working really hard, and, and I know we haven't gotten all the all the results that we wanted to this point, but there's there's been lessons in every one of those games, right? And now we're getting into the part of the season where we use those lessons, not that we weren't trying to before, but those lessons, we're using those uh, and the resiliency that that's built in our football team um, to move us forward. And um, again, when you can go into a, a place like Arrowhead with that type of crowd and and that type of environment and come out with a win, that's a that's a that's a big challenge. And, and our guys did that, and I'm, and I'm so proud of them for it. And um, you know, we move ahead to this week now. That's where our focus has to be. We've got to move ahead, and and uh, got a very good opponent coming in here. And um, you know, we've got to obviously put our time in. It's going to be a big challenge for us, but. At home, it's been a few weeks since we've been home, and we're looking forward to being in front of our crowd again here. A lot of the guys talk about uh, hitting quarterbacks and, and how um, much that affects them throughout the course of the game. What went into you keeping Mahomes in the pocket so much last night? Obviously, you used to spy from time to time, but it just seemed like your rush lanes were pretty consistently. They were. I uh, appreciate you mentioning that and noticing it, quite honestly. That's, uh, that's hard to do. Um, Patrick likes to scramble quite a bit in particular in those key moments of the game. And he got out once or twice, but I thought overall our, our defensive plan, our defensive line in particular did a great job being coordinated, working well off of one another and staying, uh, aggressive at the same time. And that's, I think that that's, uh, the, that's the key. And, um, you know, we thought, we thought we lost, lost him earlier on a third down that he completed over the middle to Kelsey and, and uh, we went to spy the next the next play, and, and we're able to get off the field there on the following third down. So it was a good balance, but primarily our front four did a phenomenal job. It, it seemed like you did that well in the first half against the Eagles, but maybe it broke down a little bit in the second half. Was that a bigger emphasis throughout the course of the week? It was, and I think that just goes back to uh, making sure we're on the same page, and then carrying that that you know that discipline and the focus you have to have in order to sustain your level of play into the fourth quarter and beyond. And uh, so when you can maintain your focus, maintain your discipline, uh, you're able to sustain hopefully your playmaking ability. And that's what we were, we, were, we were able to do yesterday. How much do you think yesterday was proof that just about any quarterback can be affected um, by hitting them? I mean, Mahomes obviously makes a lot of plays where you think you have him and he's loose. Um, but it just seemed like you're able to affect him quite a bit hitting him. Well, I think most quarterbacks, uh, when they're affected, uh, it, it, it bothers them, right, in some way, shape, or form, some more than others, um, to your point. But uh, I thought we got off to a great start with the, with the first third down uh, when our defensive front four made it happen on their own. I mean, some, obviously the coverage was, was good behind them, but um, you know, they got after the quarterback early, and, and then from there it usually just snowballs from there three games in and off the bye week as well. Just Joe Brady has three games as OC. How do you kind of feel like that's gone over that sample size and kind of coming off the bye with a game? How do, I guess, how would you evaluate him? Yeah, I think Joe's done a, done a good job. Um, you know, the way that he's uh, collaborated with the staff, the way he's led both the players and the staff, um, you know, certain plays last night and in every game, quite honestly, you're going to want back. And, but I walked into into the meeting this morning, and and uh, Joe's in there, and, and he's teaching, he's coaching, and uh, they're they're communicating as a staff, and I think that's 
Um, that's part of leadership and, and it was good to see him here. And then I was curious with Dawson coming back and kind of, you know, we had talked about reintegrating him with Dalton and kind of getting the two of them on the field and all of that. How did you feel like that went? And is that kind of more of what you'd like to see with both of them healthy? Well, I think it's going to be, as Elaine, as I said uh, late last week, it's going to be a game plan type of approach, right? And I think probably uh, more difficult than people know when you introduce a player who hasn't been in the lineup for, in this case, six weeks like Dawson, when you introduce them back into the the rhythm of the offense and, and how you do that effectively without the offense, um, you know, really taking a step back. Right. So I thought that was uh, proportionate to, to the plan and, and um, you know, we'll, we'll see where it goes this week. Um, I know we've talked about how Vaughn's situation is kind of fluid with, you know, if updates come in. So I was just wondering what you felt about the decision to have him active yesterday, both from a um, holistic and from a football standpoint, and then if it's the same moving forward. Yeah, first, holistically, with with what, you know, he has going on outside, no new information, as I mentioned, late in the week. So um, where we are with that, uh, there's no there's no information to make a decision on or no new information to make a decision on at this point. So we will stay up to date uh, as up to date as possible on that. Um, And then from a football standpoint, I thought he did some things this week uh, that were a little bit uh, different than he had showed in the past in terms of putting a little bit more pressure on the quarterback. Uh, I think he hit the quarterback uh, another time in there. So I thought we started to see, you know, uh, an uptick in some of the, in some of the uh, production there. Um, and then with AJ now being week to week, just what has he meant to this team? If you are to not have him for a little bit. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's had one of those years where you're, you know, you're waiting for it, right. And, and you're hoping for it and credit him. He's put, he's put the work in, he's changed some of his routines his routine week to week. And, um, you know, he's, he's reaped the benefits of that. I think uh, coach Washington and AJ have uh, gotten on the same page and AJ's under, you know, had a better understanding now uh, this year, what, what we expect. And um, you see the production, I mean, really from early in the season, all the way through the season, including last night, although he was not only out there for a series or two, I believe it was. So just super proud of him. And uh, if he, if he is out, you know, we'll miss him. Um, but we, we look forward to getting back. Uh, hey, Sean, you know, you mentioned your running back room and kind of the diversity of talent you have there. Uh, James Cook, another really strong game over 100 yards, but only about 45 percent of the snaps. Is there anything you're looking from him to have him get more playing time in that rotation? Or do you just kind of like having that running back by committee approach? Well, I think it's a little bit of both. It's It's a little bit of, hey, what does the game plan entail? What type of different things are we looking to do with the three different backs that we have? And, you know, I think our offensive staff led by coach uh, Skip in this case, and, uh, and then coach Cromer, they put together a good run plan and, and uh, they use all three of those guys effectively. So, um, you know, sometimes running backs can wear down also, and that's not say, that's not to say that that's why we're not playing James. It's right now he's a continue, he's a young player, but we're going to continue to develop him and, and um, you know, hopefully have him playing his best on the stretcher. And then with uh, Micah potentially missing some time going forward, what have you seen in Taylor as he's kind of grown more comfortable with the defense as the season's gone along? More and more, more and more comfortable with what we do and how we, how we expect it to look. Uh, Taylor is one of our hardest workers. I can promise you that um, true pro true pleasure and joy to work with. And um, you know, we're just super confident in him. I will mention too, at the top, uh, some fans have mentioned, the background there in your Windows 10, 
and they really uh, the the tech ones really want you to up, update to Windows 11 apparently. So is that right? Is that, that along right? For, for some of the fans? We'll have um, to get my IT guy in here, and he can he can update it for me because I have no idea how to do that. Me either. Me either. I, I thought, thought that was, I thought that was pretty advanced. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm a Mac guy, so I I don't know. I know you love those deep questions that take you deep into the conversation a little bit, and you'll probably love this one, but. You know, I was struck by your answer yesterday when you talked about the support you received this week and mentioning specifically people in the community, Buffalo people that you've met since you've been here. And and I'm curious, not only what that meant to you, because, you know, I've I've lived in another state before um, I grew up here and, you know, having that kind of community elsewhere when you don't have your family was important to me. So I'm curious from your perspective, uh, if you could take us into that a little bit, what that was like having that buffalo support this past couple days so you have good neighbors right i mean it's it's um it's incredible um when it when a town or a city embraces you and your family and um listen i know we've had ups and downs as as on on the football field this year at times and we do every year right um but the the un the unyielding support um and love that that this community has shown me and my family over the years number one plus in particular over the last couple of days um, was just incredible and a true blessing that we are very grateful for. Um, And, uh, you know, obviously I'm biased now, but Buffalo, I don't think people give Buffalo enough credit for um, what type of place this is and the types of people that, that live here Uh, and not just Buffalo, but all of Western New York. It's uh, and really fans of the bills, to be honest, honest with you, fans of the Sabres. It's just a, it's a unique, tight knit group, and um, I think what we saw as a family over the last couple of days speaks for itself. Daquan Jones, um, how close is he at this point, and how optimistic are you that you're going to get him back soon? Yeah, there's a chance, Josh, uh, that we get him back. He's he's working his tail off. I mean, he is here every day. He's got a great. Um, attitude, a great outlook uh, on a date on a daily basis. And we'll see where it goes. You know, we're, we're, we're kind of getting into the phase of he's putting in a lot of work with our training staff, with our strength and conditioning staff and starting to really make those football type movements. Um, from here, it's really, I wait on them to tell me, Hey, when is, when is the green light come on? And we're probably, you know, probably between red and yellow right now and moving in that, in that direction, going towards green at some point here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.